Hey leaders, are you burned out by the turnover trauma in your business? You tired of that revolving door of personnel turnover and all of the productivity headaches it brings? Well, stay tuned as I reveal the simple secrets to creating a company culture so electric that it sparks innovation and productivity and magnetizes top talent to your business. In a world of relentless competition, every team needs exceptional leadership. Meet Benjamin R. Lewick. With 25 years of leadership experience across three continents, he's developed a reputation as the fixer. Speaker, author, and founder of Priority Initiative, Benjamin brings the battlefield to the boardroom, empowering leaders to create exceptional teams. Teams that increase revenue, productivity, and motivation, while decreasing stress and personnel churn. Are you ready to transform your team? Howdy, everybody. Welcome to the Benjamin R. Lewick Leadership Podcast, where we believe that everyone deserves exceptional leadership and that you can be that leader. Hey, everybody, in this episode, we're going to go over three things. First, we're going to go over the biggest blocks to a strong company culture. We're going to understand how to identify them so you can actually pinpoint them in your company. And then we're going to talk solutions because all the concepts and all the theory in the world is worthless unless you can actually lead change in your organization. So let's dive right in. In my book, The Antidote, that came out last year, one of the things that I talk about anytime we talk about company culture is every organism thrives or dies in response to its environment, right? So the culture, the environment that you cultivate within your organization is the top indicator of whether or not you will be dominant in the marketplace and you will provide longevity and value for your niche or you'll become a statistic as another failed business. Let's talk the top five biggest blocks to a vibrant culture of loyalty and productivity, right? Number one, lack of clear values. Two, poor communication. Three, an individualistic mindset. Four, limited team bonding activities. And then five, inadequate leadership training. Okay, we're going to dive right into those. And we're going to see how do we identify those in our organizations. I'm going to give you a couple of tips here. Okay, so lack of clear values. If you've noticed inconsistency in behavior or subpar performance from your team across the board, it may be an indicator that they're not really sure what the values or the vision or the mission of the company is, or they have hesitant decision making. They're not really sure if it's okay to make the decision they want to make because they don't know if they've been empowered, they don't know if it's actually serving in the interest of the vision and mission of the company, or very simply, they can't answer the question, hey, what are your company values? Across the board, as leaders, we could do a better job of articulating our vision, articulating our mission, articulating the values that all of our activity is driven by in our organizations. I actually have a virtual workshop coming up where we're talking about how to create an innovation culture with visionary leadership. So if you're interested in more information about that, definitely reach out to me using one of the links in the description, and I'll get you the information on what that looks like to jump in on that. All right, go to number two, poor communication. So communication is the number one issue that organizations fail to reach their goals, and it's the number one reason why people leave organizations is communication issues. If you have guidance that's not being followed correctly or important information that's getting lost in translation where it seems like you're saying one thing and other people are hearing a different thing and there's that frustration and that friction, right? 
probably communication issues. I don't want to dive too deep into the weeds in this one because in uh, episode four of the first season of the podcast, you can go back and listen to it. There was a whole section I did in that episode specifically talking about how to communicate more effectively with your team. Okay. Diving into number three, individualistic mindset. They prioritize their personal gains over the collective success at work, right? They have a reluctance to collaborate and they have this overly competitive mindset that doesn't come from a place of like, yeah, let's make stuff happen. It comes from a lack mindset of, oh, there's not enough resources or not enough whatever to go around. Limited team bonding activities. This is pretty straightforward. I'm not just talking about, oh, we don't have enough trust falls or we don't get enough opportunities to build towers with marshmallows and spaghetti noodles, right? Your team building, your bonding activities and your challenges and stuff like that at conferences and workshops. I'm talking about your team members not viewing regular team productivity as bonding opportunities, right? And then Inadequate leadership training, that's pretty straightforward, right? As a leader, if you're having that that feeling of overwhelm or decision fatigue, or you have what you have what I would describe as a lack of leadership wisdom, right? Not knowledge, because we're drowning in information. Wisdom is the effective application of the right knowledge in the right way at the right time, right? So, and then if you have this sense or this feeling that your team doesn't completely trust you or they don't really believe you on certain things then you may be struggling with needing some leadership training and needing to grow as a leader, which is fine. We're all on that journey, recognizing it, like G.I. Joe said, knowing is half the battle, right? Recognizing that's the first step to becoming the best version of yourself. So let's dive into solutions. Number one, lack of clear values. How do we solve that, right? So pretty straightforward. Conduct a workshop, conduct a training session, conduct a Brainstorming session with your team, if you don't already have values articulated for your organization, collaboratively build them with your team. You guys have been doing stuff, been doing work, create them, or I'll show you how to build that out in the workshop that I mentioned earlier. Integrate these values into your company policies, into regular business, include them in your meetings, highlight them in different things in your organization. Jumping into poor communication solutions. So how do we solve poor communications issues? Implement effective communications channels. This is things like focus sync meetings, not open-ended, let's kind of chat and do whatever kind of meetings, meetings with a clear intent and purpose, email status updates, using tools like Google Drive, Slack, Microsoft Teams. When I was in the Army, we kept a, uh, a drive, a server, a joint shared server, and on there was this thing called running estimates. It was a slide deck where each, each section of the primary staff, right, who had different functionalities in, in the civilian world, it would be different verticals, different divisions, things like that. The department head would have a slide that would have all of the top pertinent information that what would be the C-suite, like the CEO and the COO, um, CFO and stuff like that of the organization would need to know to make informed business decisions as leaders we kept it regularly updated with all the key data. If things changed in our department, then we'd go update the running estimate. That way, if the leaders ever had a question, they didn't have to ping us or they didn't have to schedule a random meeting with us or they didn't have to play email tag. They could go look at the running estimates and it had a date. This is last updated as of this date, this time on that date, right? And they knew that the information on that slide was as current as the date on it. 
And then they could make informed decisions without ever having to hold a bunch of random meetings and playing email tag and phone calls and text messages and all this other kind of stuff. Great way to simplify communication. You could do that with, with Google Drive. Establish an open door policy, right? Define what your open door policy looks like. Define what people are able to bring to you. If you have certain parameters like, hey, man, like I don't want to really talk about anything related to religion or politics. Okay. Give people clear expectations on what they can come to you with and what the methodology for that looks like. Foster a feedback culture by scheduling regular performance reviews and feedback sessions, right? So it's a two-way street. Performance reviews isn't just like, hey, guy that works for me, this is what you did good. This is what you did bad. Here's what you need to fix. Here's what you need to keep doing. It's, okay, here's your role. Here's where we're at there. How am I doing as a leader? How is the organization supporting you? right? It's a two-way communication street. Companies like Adobe, like other big companies, they've completely ditched the traditional annual review model and have gone more for informal check-ins or semi-formal check-ins periodically. And it's actually produced happier employees, higher employee satisfaction and higher productivity by transitioning to this closer to real-time approach to real feedback. Okay, so now let's talk individualistic mindset. How do we integrate people's innate desire to take care of themselves or survival instincts, right, at the base level with collaborative team productivity? So you start by having team training workshops. Sometimes people aren't collaborative. People don't see the big picture just because they haven't been taught how. Educate them, equip them, empower them for success. So set team-based goals and then award collective success right? Instead of just having individual success, reward the group, the team as a whole. Because like I mentioned earlier, what gets incentivized gets done. And then you can use collaborative tools like Asana, like Trello, like ClickUp. Like there's so many different SaaS tools and IT stacks that you can use to promote collaborative work. And then at the end of the day, you have to understand that employees need to recognize they need to understand how the vision of the company actually holds space for their personal vision and individual goals. The vision of your company has to be big enough so that your team members' individual visions and goals for the future fit within that, or they're going to leave. Moving on to limited team building activity solutions, okay? So for this, schedule regular team outings or lunches. This doesn't mean that you have to pay for it. It means facilitate an environment that normalizes people socializing together and connecting with each other outside of, hey, did you have this for that project? Back in the day when I was much younger, I worked as a mechanic um, in, a, in an auto shop, right? Me and the other guys would go out, me and the coworkers, we'd go out for lunch together, right? And we'd just chat about whatever. And we'd each pay for our own lunches, things like that. But over time, we got closer so that when other guys had issues going on, we were there to support them right? It didn't feel awkward or weird. People didn't feel weirded out by having to ask for help or by, by being supported. They weren't embarrassed. There wasn't a shame culture around people needing coworker support for things that were going on in their life, either at work or in their personal life. And they needed someone to hold space for that. Later on, I worked as a contractor. I spent like 15 years in the construction industry before I joined the army. Same thing. We would go out with coworkers, when I was running my own cruise, when I had my own general contracting company, I would go out to lunch with the guys on my team and chat with them and get to know them, right? Set those conditions to where it's like, hey, man, I'm a human just like you. I'm a real person. 
Like, yeah, I'm in charge. I'm responsible for this project, for this company, but I'm a real person too. Let's connect, right? Let's establish that trust and rapport. Another thing that you can do is you can organize social events, not only for the people on your team, but include their families, their close friends. Give them the opportunity to invite the people that they care about and show that you care about the people that they care about. I'm uh, what the Army refers to as a Mustang officer, right? I started off enlisted as a private. Then I eventually became a, a non-commissioned officer in NCO. And then I commissioned as an officer later on in my career. But in basic training, they set conditions for the soldiers to go through stuff together, right? To build that camaraderie through shared trials, tribulations, frustrations, and all that. My military members, you know what I'm talking about. And then later as an NCO, I used to host barbecues at my house and have the soldiers over to where they could develop rapport and things like this, be out of uniform, see each other as normal people. And then later on as an officer, I would make sure that I took time out of my day to go to lunch with the other officers, to connect with them, especially people who I didn't regularly work with, always looking for ways to establish those networking connections and to establish rapport and trust with other coworkers. And then finally, inadequate leadership training solutions, right? This one's pretty straightforward. I'm going to tell you, if you haven't read my book, The Antidote, start there. Read my book, follow this podcast, connect with me, follow me on social media. I'm going to continue to drop more content, check out all the stuff from last season of the podcast. I'm going to keep equipping you with things to show up as the best version of yourself because leadership and team development is my passion and I want you to be able to show up as the best version of yourself. Other things you can do is you can invest in a leadership training course or a program or a workshop or trainings, things like that. It's fantastic. You are worth investing in. You are a good investment. If nobody's told you that, I'm telling it to you right now. You are a good investment. You should invest in yourself. And then you can also seek out a mentor who can give you guidance, who can give you advice, who can share their experience and wisdom with you. At the end of the day, I want everybody to understand, I believe that everyone deserves exceptional leadership and I believe that you can be that leader. So definitely consume the stuff that I'm putting out on social media, on this podcast, in my book. Connect with me, ask me questions, shoot me DMs, comment on my stuff, man. I love engaging with people. I love helping people become the best version of themselves. Subscribe to the channel, share this episode with someone that you think could benefit from it. It may seem like a small thing, but it could be the difference that somebody needs in their life. So I encourage you to share this content with someone that you think would enjoy it or find it helpful. Be sure and join us on the next episode where we tackle strategies for hiring employees that are truly loyal and committed to your brand. Be sure and stay tuned and keep learning.